Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Mama's Y'all Alright. So your girl is due back at work next week Monday. And um I don't know, like I had a moment today with my daughter where it kinda hit me that only got like two more days of this with you where it's just me and you um you know and I don't have to be at work like it just hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> um that I'm not gonna be around her as often throughout the day because I work for eight hours so like during the week, I work Monday through Friday during the week. We'll have not a lot of time together, but on the weekends, we'll have a lot of time together. So I guess that's the upside. But during the week, it's like a eh, kind of sort of. Um, so at first, I'm like, because my friend, she asked me, she was like, how do you feel about going back to work? And I told her, girl, I'm excited. Like, I'm just excited to be able to have that break from Jupy um, and also be around adults. And I was in the mindset when I, she asked me that, I was just in the mindset of like, I'm ready to kind of like have my freedom, if that makes sense. But that feeling that I got today, it was just like, oh, this is about to be harder than I think it's going to be. Dropping her off to daycare or she stays with her dad um, or my best friend. But just me being away from her from for those eight hours is probably going to be more difficult than I'm trying to tell myself that it's not going to be that difficult. Um so yeah these next two days i don't know man these next two days are gonna be something else like i'm probably gonna be like extra clingy to my daughter <laughs> that's like so backwards because she's clingy to me but now it's like uh i'm gonna probably be more clingy to her at this point so um during the three months though that i've been with her I was trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to go back to work and do things with her? Or like, okay, when I say do things with her, I mean like, how am I going to go back to work and the things that I did with her not being at work, how am I going to be able to implement that into sort of like a schedule? Because I know children need structure. So even at an early age, children need structure. So like at first, you just kind of got to go with the flow of it. Like I, I knew that I really couldn't. Um, I really couldn't put her on a schedule being a newborn. But my daughter's about to be three months, y'all. So... um I started doing my research on scheduling. Like, what's the earliest you can start putting a child in a schedule? <laughs> Excuse me. Different forms of schedules. And from my research, I saw that people, some people say that you can start as soon as they come home, you can start with a schedule. But my pediatrician, well, her pediatrician, didn't want me to start her on a schedule quite yet at her two month no no at her one month checkup she didn't want me to put her on the schedule messing with her sleep pattern it's just kind of like you just kind of go with the flow with her but as she started progressing um around like two and a half two two and a half months is when I started trying to develop some form of a schedule for her. Like I knew I didn't want her to be out late at a sleep, like after a certain time, like after, after like six thirty seven, I don't want her out. 
Um, because around that time is when I want, I knew I wanted to like start getting her ready for bed around seven, seven thirty, and give her, and get her last feeding in before I start getting her ready for bed. And it's like a lot of this stuff I had to do test and trial with, but y'all sleep schedules, schedules, period. I'm not, let, let me just say this. I've never been the type of person to be on a schedule. I am a type of person where, yes, I will plan things, but the only schedule I have had and I stick to was my work schedule and a school schedule. But as far as like an outside schedule, when I'm off, I'm off. I do whatever I want to do. When I don't have no, when I have nothing to study for or anything like that, like my day is free to do whatever I want to do. It's not prioritized. Like nothing's prioritized. Does that make sense? So it the putting her on a schedule was kind of difficult for me personally, because like I said, I'm not the type of person that's ever been on a schedule. So this is when I had to think back to when I was working in the daycare like we never had the children on a specific spe- schedule but we did have cues that we had to look for and also we had like a range of like with feedings that's every two hours or some babies would do every two to three hours or three to four hours depending on their age um and then like with the sleep schedule some babies would sleep could sleep for 30 minutes some babies could sleep for an hour or two um some babies could sleep like three four hours depending on but it was based off of them so not only did I have to think about her cues I had to think about okay when I go back to work like I have to get her ready I have to incorporate that because I have to get her ready get myself ready be out of the house at a certain time make sure she's fed she's good and throughout the day like because she's going to be in daycare part-time so when she's with my when she's with her dad or when she's with my best friend I had to come up with a schedule for her for them to go based off of so I would say this whole sleep scheduling thing scheduling period Cause it's not just based off of sleep, it's their sleeps and feeding. So it's been a journey. It's been a challenging journey. I will just say to do this, you have to have a lot of patience because it's like, you have to, you have to go with the flow of them, but you also kind of have to like be, on top of your stuff like you just can't if you're trying to come up with a schedule you just can't be lackadaisical with it and it's got to be something that um you're going to be dedicated to because you know some people they just go all willy-nilly go with the flow with their child you know what I mean like they don't care <laughs> at all like because probably their lifestyle is like that but I know for me personally I love my sleep and I know that I'm not going to be the only one watching her so I can't just have her not have some form of some uh some type of structure in her life and this is like giving me discipline y'all because it's making me tap into a side of myself that I didn't even know was there this is crazy but for me to be like actually going with the schedule hmm, I'm very proud of myself like pat on the back and it's also helped me get to know her better in a short shorter period of time because sometimes like you'll have people with their kids it take like kids change all the time but it's like it helps me get to know her better because it makes me pay attention some people don't pay attention and they won't notice when something is different right away 
like it'll take them a minute but for me it's like made me more in tune with her and I would just say like I never thought that I would be able to do it but you have to have you have to like I said be dedicated and also it's good to have support it's good to have support from your family um your significant other partner that they're on board with it and they're willing to keep that schedule going like they're just not going to be like okay well forget your schedule I'm gonna do what I want to do um so that helps out a lot so I'm gonna start off like oh so how I got into the whole sleep schedule thing was going off of Instagram um the pages I'll list them in the descript um yeah the description of the episode but excuse me y'all but the IG pages that I follow that help me with this is sleep serenity consulting nested to rested sleep and rested mama happy baby my favorite page out of all three of them is probably nested to rest sleep because like right now she has this thing going where you know daylight saving time is coming up so just like with our biological clock when daylight saving comes it messes with us it messes with children too so she's got this thing going where if you need it if you wanted to stay on top of that and you need to help with it she was giving um like she was answering Q and she's answering Q and A's and also giving tips and tricks through her close friends. Like all you have to do was just comment on a post and she will add you to her close friends. And she has that going on. And that's been helping me a lot because what, how my schedule was for Jupy when I first started out was I was getting her to sleep later. So I was putting her to bed around eight thirty, nine o'clock. So now what I'm doing is her bedtime is around 7, 7.30. And she has gotten into that groove because, oh, oh, excuse me. She has gotten into that groove because if she's up past that time frame, it's harder to get her to go to sleep. So she knows like around six, maybe maybe like 5 45 ish six o'clock she'll kind of start to get like a little bit anxious if that <laughs> if that makes sense um and I just I'll just play with her or I'll give her her last feeding around that time too and the closer it gets to that seven o'clock seven thirty time frame she gets in this mode where she just gets like real fussy and it's she knows it's time for her to go down it's time for her to go to bed so that's how like I have her schedule now and um it took us a minute to get there that's what I would say it took us a minute to get there but with Nesta that's why I love Nesta Teresa's sleep because she I got those tips and tricks from her and she shows you how to transition into that sleep schedule and feeding schedule she shows you um like different ways you can help your baby to sleep longer if they wake up earlier what you could do <clears throat> so y'all follow that page if you're into if you want to get into like creating a sleep schedule feeding schedule for your baby that it, I promise you those three pages especially nested to rest asleep is going to help you out a lot so um, with Jupy scheduling, I had to start noticing her sleep patterns and cues. So I know if I can't with my daughter, like if I can't get her to like remain calm after trying everything, I know that's a cue for, okay, it's time for a nap. Also for her, if... If she starts, like, now she's starting to, like, rub her eyes sometimes. 
she wasn't doing it before, but she's starting to like rub at her eyes. I know that's a sleep cue. Um, my daughter has like this tendency, and I it's it probably happens with a lot of kids, but if she is like starting to nestle her face, like if I'm holding her against my chest or upright against my chest, like she'll start to like rub her face all into me. I know that she's ready to go down for a nap. So looking for those sleep patterns and cues, it took me a minute to kind of adapt to that, but that helped out a lot with the sleep schedule and feeding schedule as well. So basically, I'll give you an example of like a daily routine I've created for her. So when I get up, because I have to be to work, I know I have to be to work by 730 and I have to take her to daycare by 630. So what I do now is because I've gotten her to sleep earlier, she sleeps for a longer period of time. My baby is now sleeping 10 hours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 10 hours of sleep. So she wakes up around six o'clock now, which is perfect timing. <clears throat> so I would get myself ready first. I have to get up an hour before she gets up. Because if I get up when she gets up, then it's like I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. I have to get up before she gets up, prep her bottle. And pull out her clothes. If I didn't pull out the night before, my mama, my mom has always said you need to do all of her stuff the night before, which is this is true because you don't want to be rushing because you never know what could happen the next day. So get all of that stuff prepared. And then it's like right around the clock. She's up six, six fifteen is the latest she'll wake up and wake her up she's ready for a feed. So that's like, I've timed it around perfectly for me to be able to feed her before she gets into daycare. And when she gets to daycare, she would be ready for her first nap of the day, which is around seven, which is like, yeah, around seven to the latest she'll sleep is around like nine-ish. Sometimes she'll sleep a whole hour and a half. Sometimes she'll sleep a whole hour. It just depends on Jupy. But it's around that time frame. She's taking her first nap of the day. So her first bottle is time to be around that nine o'clock hour, which also aligns up with when my boyfriend takes her to my best friend's house. He would be able to feed her before he has to go into work. So... Those times in between her feedings um, and her diaper changes, like after her first nap, it's her, what they call is a wake window. So her wake window is an hour, an hour and a half. And, and after that hour or that hour and a half, she is awake after her first nap. She's getting her feeding. She's doing her tummy time. She's getting her diaper changed because she gets changed every two hours. So it's like, <laughs> this is so crazy. I still can't even believe this stuff, but it is so crazy. So she's getting all of that stuff done in that time frame of an hour, an hour and a half. And then she's ready for her next nap. So I think the lady on the nested Teresa's sleep page is saying that babies because my daughter she's still in a newborn phase technically even though she's about to be three months um <clears throat> they say like they should get like four to six hours of daytime sleep so if you think about it that's four naps that's one nap in the morning mid-afternoon, afternoon, and evening time before bedtime. And that's how I have her time because I know her last, like my daughter can sleep from 30 minutes to four hours. Her earlier, she sleeps earlier, like I'm not earlier, she sleeps shorter in the daytime and her last nap before bedtime is her longest nap. 
So that's actually perfect because it's like that last nap before bedtime. It stretches out so that way she can get her la- it she can get her last feeding before her bath time bedtime routine. And that is like basically her whole daily routine. Even though it seems like a lot, it's not. Like, if you think about it, it's a repeated cycle. Eat, sleep, play, eat, sleep, play, and repeat. It just repeats itself. And I just find it to be so interesting how us as humans, we, in order to, I feel like in order to survive, we have to be on some form of schedule because I'm noticing now, like, my life is not as chaotic as it used to be without without being on a schedule being on a schedule like I said it's like structure and it's easier to do things achieve things because now I'm able to time it where I can do my schoolwork while I know she's going to be down for a nap for like 30 minutes I can get 30 minutes worth of work in or I could get like an hour or two worth of with worth of cleaning in cooking whatever cleaning bottles making bottles whatever I may need to do I time it around her but I know this is a specific amount of time that I have and I think that is so wild like how I did that (laughs) how I did that Cause I never knew, I never knew how I was going to do it, but I knew it had to be done with, and it's just like, it's worth it though. It's worth the hard work. It's worth the discipline because at the end of the day, not only do you have structure for your child that they're getting enough rest, they're getting their feedings you're adding less stress I mean you're taking away stress you're adding less stress in your life and I'm able to get sleep not that I'm feeling well rested because for some reason I can't go to sleep when she go to sleep child I'll be up either waiting on my boyfriend to get home or doing work or preparing for another podcast or cleaning bottles or something like I can never go to sleep when she goes to sleep as soon as she goes to sleep like I'm not going to bed until like probably close to 11 maybe 12 o'clock which I got to cut that out because I'm about to go back to work but um yeah y'all I need to start sleeping when she sleeps but it's hard it's hard because then it's like okay I get that that time to myself to breathe regress I mean, not regress, digress, (laughs) excuse me, digress everything and just chill. But then it's like my brain is still like going, 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 going. So I need to look on into ways to just chill my mind, chill my body out and go to bed because I should be in the bed by 10 o'clock, not no 11, 12 o'clock child. So, um... So, yeah, after establishing that daily routine, it has added a lot of um, it's added a lot of less stress and anxiety in my life. So I highly recommend, highly, highly recommend try getting on, try getting your child in a schedule as soon as possible. Talk to your pediatrician first. And if they give you the okay, like I know her pediatrician was talking about like something with the weight too can kind of determine if you should start doing that too. I don't know. But <clears throat> talk to your pediatrician about it. And do your research. Cause I can only, like I said, I can only tell you based off of my personal experience and what I did. Um, and it's just advice, it's not telling you what to do. So, but do your research and do what works best for you, because what you'll come across is you'll come across a lot of people who put schedules out there that 
are good for them because not every I noticed like a pattern of waking children up around seven o'clock. Not every person has a schedule where they go to work later in the day or they're able to work from home. Some people like me, for example, I have to be to work early. I have to be to work by 730 so I have to get thing, things have to be early done earlier for me personally. So you have to do what works best for you around your work schedule and also um, your baby schedule. So I would say, in my personal opinion, the babe, your baby schedule has to be based off of your schedule, like especially if you're a working parent if you're a stay-at-home mom you kind of have like I feel like you have more leniency when it comes to scheduling with your children because from like from stay-at-home moms that I have talked to um they have more freedom to okay we're gonna do this today you know what I mean like it's more not loopholes, but it's just, like I said, it's just more freedom in the schedule versus somebody who's working like me, things have to kind of be more stricted when it comes to the scheduling stuff. So do, do a schedule consist of a schedule. Like I said, that works best for you. Don't, feel like so anxious because I noticed like with me when I first started doing this and I was looking at everybody's schedule that they were putting out there I'm like oh my god how is that gonna work because like you know what I mean like I have to be to work at this time like I can't wait till this time to feed her like she has to I have to get her up and get her ready around this time like how is that gonna work oh my god and then the numbers the hours it was it's, it's feels like it's overwhelming but i personally have to realize like yes these are time frames that i'm putting together but it's not always going to be that way what the main thing that you have to look for is your baby's cues and remembering that either they're feeding between this time to this time they're sleeping between this time to this time or they're um what's the word I'm looking for oh they're awake from this time to this time so like for example say you wake up one day and it's an emergency or something something happens where it throws you off of what the time normally that you would do things for your child and you have to <clears throat> leave your household and you're gone for majority of the day but you know your child's cues you know that okay I just gave him this bottle this time two hours or three hours from now I have to give him another bottle after I give him their feeding they can only be awake between this time to this, like around this time to this time. You know what I mean? Like it, though, those are the things that you have to think about the most, not the times, like the actual time, like at nine 30, they have to do this at 10 30, they have to do this at 11 30. No, it's like, you have to think of the hour spans. If I'm making sense, that is a key. Because like I said, anything can go left, anything can go right. But things change and everything's not permanent. But as long as you can kind of keep them on that schedule that you have created with the time windows, like their awake window, their feeding time window, their sleeping time window, you should be fine. Um, but it is going to take, like I said, discipline and lots of, lots of patience. Now, my daughter, the way she sleeps now, cause I know she's going to have to get out of that soon. She did her first roll today. Oh my God. We was doing tummy time and she just rolled over. I was like, oh my God, my baby roll. So 
she is, I know when she starts rolling in her bassinet, she can't be in a swaddle anymore. And that's how she sleeps longer is when she swaddles. She still likes that comfort of being, you know, like in a tight, close space and being warm. Because, you know, you can't have any blankets or anything hanging in a bassinet. So the way I get my daughter to sleep longer throughout the night is a lavender bath. Sometimes I'll put breast milk in there. Um, and I know that's good for the skin. So if you have stored breast milk, mamas, put that in the breast milk. Put the breast milk in the bath with the lavender. Um, oat baths are good too. Um, and I do white noise and a sleep swaddle. And also nested, rested, um, nested, rest, nested, rested sleep. She will give you an example of what a room should look like for a child to sleep. It's got to be completely dark, completely dark. And she also gives like different ways. Like if you have, if you have curtains, um, that are see-through, like she gives you different links where you can do blackout curtains. You can do like the pull down paper blackout curtain, uh, curtain things. And so it's got to be completely dark. And also, you should have some form of white noise or my daughter also likes jazz music, Afro beats. But for that calm, serene, like you got to set the tone. So anything in that nature, white noise, meditation music, anything calming sets the tone, sets the atmosphere, sorry, sets the atmosphere for a baby to sleep longer. And that's what I do for my daughter is now I don't, I used to sleep with the TV on, but now I sleep with it off. And I noticed that helped to improve her sleep for it to be longer and also help with mine. Cause I have to listen to something, but the white noise is helping me to be okay with not sleeping with the TV. So impl- implementing that. My daughter be out for 10 hours. And I'll be so happy. Um, so I'm trying to think. I think that's like kind of all that like I have for like with my daughter when it comes to helping her to sleep longer. is the baths and the white noise and the sleep sack for now. Um, I'm trying to get her to wean out of the sleep snack sack though. And another tip for that that I found is with the sleep sack, if you want to wean them out of it, you have them sleep with one arm out for three nights and then the other arm out for three nights and then both arms out for three nights. And that helps with the transition out of the sleep sack. So we working on that. And that's kind of interrupting her sleep. And I've been kind of folding with it because like I'm like, dang, it's getting late and I'm ready to go to bed. So I'ma just, you know, let it sleep with both of them, forget it. But I know I gotta eventually fold and get her to get out of that sleep sack. If y'all got any tips on different sleep sacks out there, I know like some, my cousin was telling me about this, this sleep sack. This sleep sack, my, uh, her, his son's, I mean, not his son, her son sleeps in, it makes him look like the Michelin man. <laughs> it is so cute though. She was saying that was a good one. I gotta ask her the name of it though. But weighted sleep sacks, the, they have transitional sleep sacks. So maybe I should look into that too. But it's just the fact that, and I never knew this, around 12 weeks is when they develop that sleep paralysis thing or like that paralysis something that they, that when babies jerk, um, that is what wakes them. But after I believe 12 weeks is when they develop that paralysis to help them not jerks in their sleep and wake them up. Or if they do jerk in their sleep, they don't wake up. I don't know. 
something around those lines but i thought that was probably pretty cool so we gonna see i'll update y'all on how that whole journey thing goes trans sleep transitioning i mean sleep sack transitioning (sighs) i'm not looking forward to it y'all but I know it's not gonna last long. It's temporary. All of this, all of this is temporary. Because as my daughter gets older, things change. Correct? Correct. So, um, just some of the benefits though with sleep with creating a schedule for your child is it helps you mentally, physically, and emotionally. It also helps you, like I said, to be less stressed. Be more in tune with your child and also helping with their development. Um, but sometimes like some of the cons could be like for me personally, it was the patience because I'm a very impatient person. But this has helped me to develop patience. But patience is a con. Um coming up with the whole schedule is a con because that was like really difficult for me because like I said I kind of developed like a a nervousness with like oh my god wait this says this but I don't know what to do you know what I mean because you just you just don't know where to start and that was the hardest part for me is where do I start and I would just say start with paying attention to your child just pay attention when they start to get sleepy what do you notice that they do when they get hungry what do you notice that they do when they get bored because children do get bored what do you notice that they do and when you start paying attention that's where I feel like you could start developing the schedule that's going to help you to develop the time frames all of that stuff is going to be easier um also, my best friend told me about this baby tracker app. That's going to be your best friend. And with this new update with the iPhone, if you're an iPhone user, it's a widget that you could put on your screen for it. Baby tracker. That's going to be your best friend. I promise you. With the baby tracker, you can track pumping. You can track fees. You can track milestones. You can track nap times diaper changes all of that stuff you can track that because when my daughter was having that diarrhea the baby tracker is what helped me keep track of how much diarrhea she was having because honestly it'd be so much going on that I just forget and I hate setting up timers because sometimes like during the night I don't know if that's going to like wake her up. That's going to interrupt her sleep or my sleep. Like it's just, it's just annoying having to set all those timers. There's a whole lot of timers y'all. So, um, baby tracker app, you can download. I don't know if they have it for Androids. I just know for Apple users, it's on there. So that has helped me tremendously in developing her schedule as well. So, yeah, y'all, I, I'm excited though, because I feel like now that I've developed this daily routine for my daughter, it's going to be easier when we start to transition into different phases of her life. And it's going to be easier for me when I go back to work, having that schedule developed for her. It's gonna, I feel like it's gonna be easier for when my boyfriend watches her and my best friend watches her. And also when the daycare watches her, because they go best off of her feeding. So it's easier for me to tell them what to look out for than me just saying, uh, I don't know. And that's another thing. If you're putting your child into daycare, this will help you as well because they don't know your child, but you will know them and you can just make it easier for them on what to look out for as they're getting to learn your child. So. Yeah, because, you know, as the mother and I hate to say it, but, you know, as a mother, you're like literally primary. They always look into the mama. Where the daddy at? Hmm. Always look into the mom for everything. 
do you realize she has another parent or he has another parent too it's not just me like come on now sometimes that's annoying but whatever i get it i get it but i don't get it because then i feel bad for the dads it's like you don't think that they know their child too you don't think that they'll be able to answer things you know what i mean and it makes sometimes i feel like that can make a dad feel less of a parent because it's like you're always looking for the mom you're never looking for the dad so it's like that can be um belittling in a sense that's just what i think i could be wrong because some dads would be like oh let the mom handle it you know what i mean some dads don't care but i feel like for some dads it may be like a little hit to the hit to the gut like dad you can't even ask me <laughs> so yeah y'all um if you do start to develop a daily routine, please feel free to hit me up on my Instagram. Um, I'll also leave my email too. If you feel like sending out an email, I mean, who still does emails? Yeah. The only emails I do is through work. But if you feel like up to it, I'll leave my email address. And feel free to tell me about your um, your journey. Or if you have like any questions, maybe I can help you or just point you in the right direction to get it answered. <laughs> I'm not a guru with this. I can just go based off of my personal experience. So yeah, I would love to hear some stories, some struggles, how you overcame those struggles. If you just need, um, any type of what's the word I want to look for like any type of moral support feel free to reach out to me I'm here for that I'm open ears I'm here so but we're gonna hop into our meditation journal prompts I'm gonna pull some affirmation cards for you guys I'll pull three Let me shuffle these real quick. Y'all, I didn't even know daylight saving time was a Sunday. That's crazy. Because normally I'll just look at the clock and I notice the time didn't change. That's it. So, I wonder how that's about to be. Lord have mercy. I'm exhausted. I feel like the days are getting longer the closer it gets to my maternity leave being over, which I'm happy about. Cause then that makes me feel like I'm spent I'm able to spend more time with my daughter. But before I know it it is Monday. Monday on it is. Alright. So the first affirmation card. Mm -mm. flipped over first affirmation card okay here you go the universe is my biggest fan the universe wants to see you win and is supporting you every step of the way the vibrations you emit will be reflected back you must possess an inner knowing that the universe has your back and will support your wildest dreams the card has the jersey and the jer a jersey with the letters not the letters the numbers child numbers 11 master number 11 that's my number Ooh, and one one equals two which in numerology what does two represent i don't even know let's look it up what does the number two in numerology represent you would think i would know this right <laughs> ow let's see Number two. I know it has to do with like in love. It's a perfect pairing. So number two is a powerful symbol that indicates spiritual growth, abundance, life changes. 
and come on harmony balance so this is like perfect this aligns perfectly with what i was talking about with creating that daily routine sleep schedule it's going to bring harmony and balance into your life create new opportunities for yourself and bring abundance because abundance is not just money y'all abundance can be a full eight hours of sleep that's abundance right there and that's probably what some of y'all need y'all Okay, next one is, here we go. I accept abundance. Come on, spirit. Abundance is available to you when you expect and accept it. Abundance can come in many forms, including love, time, finances, etc. Claim it as your own and be willing to accept it when it comes. So, yeah, this journey of developing that routine sleep cycle is going to be hard. But the abundance that comes with it being able to have more time on your hands, the freedom to do more or do less. Hey, but abundance, like I said, comes in different forms and you just have to be open to receiving it. No, it's not going to be easy to get, but when you get it, it's going to be worth all of it. Trust me. And we're going to pull one more card. okay this one flew out my personal growth is unlimited oh my god there is no limit to your personal improvement take time to understand any areas in your life that require further growth harness the power to develop your strengths there is nothing standing in between turning your good into great so, like I said, for for my personal experience with this whole sleep schedule, daily routine, creating that has helped me to grow more in tune with my daughter, has helped me to grow in my personal life, creating structure in my life and hers and with my patients. Like this these past this past month for me has been a major development I feel like and I'm very proud of myself because I didn't think I could do it but I did it and like I said it helped me grow a lot in different aspects of my life so with you personally think about how your life is right now and think about what you can do to change if you don't like how your life is right now things that you can do to change and grow in a better direction and like I said this kind of this ties into the whole me developing that sleep routine daily schedule for my daughter and how it's helped my growth so I feel like Hey, if that's something that you've been wanting to do, but you just don't know what to do, this is a sign and indication that you should start. Start as soon as possible. Even if the baby, the child is one years old, start. Because it's better for you to start now than to start later or to never start. But if you've been wanting to change things in your life, now is the time to do it. And... That could be your meditation journal prompt is how are you going to start? Where are you going to start? And when you start, what support do you need from yourself, from your partner, from your family? And also be accepting to everything that comes with this change just don't have this idea set in your head where okay this is how it's going to be and because this is what I say is going to be because that is possible but also you have to be able to adapt if it isn't what you say is going to be and it's totally different so Open yourself to being able to accept that. But know that you are always protected. You are always guided. And it's not going to be easy. Nothing in life is easy to obtain. If it is easy, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Things that take 
hard work, dedication. Like, I feel like those things are the things that last in life. Those are the things that you can have moments like for me. I'm very proud of myself. You can have moments like this where you look back and like, dang, I was really struggling a month ago. I was really on the verge of breaking down a month ago. But look where I am now. So, yeah, just remember that and accept the abundance. Because like I said, abundance comes in different forms and fashion. It's not just money, honey. That's what we need to grow out of. Abundance can be being able to take a walk down the street because you have the free time. Okay, abundance can be being able to cozy up and lay down with your man and playing his beard or his hair and not hear a baby screaming. That can be abundance, honey. Abundance can be drinking a glass of wine and it's peaceful and quiet. That is abundance. It's whatever adds greatness and value to your life. And it's not just materialistic things. It's not just money. So... Yeah, I hope you guys, you know, are able to start getting in your own groove and creating that daily schedule for you, for yourself and your child. And don't be afraid to start now. Don't think, oh, they're too old. I can't do this. No, honey. I'm almost 30 years old. 30, 30, 30 coming up. I'm almost 30 years old. Finally getting into a routine, child. You're never too old for nothing. Don't think that. So I'm wishing you all luck on your journey. If this is something that you decide to do, I'm just wishing everybody luck in whatever journey they decide to take. Because like I said, at the end of the day, it's your child, your rules, your regulations, whatever you want to do and whatever works best for you, baby. That's what works best for you. But I'm wishing you luck, peace, joy, abundance, on that journey and I thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mama's Y'all Are Right and I'll see y'all later.